Welcome to the In Between the Post podcast. I'm Brian and this. I'm Marco. And uh, we have a guest today, um, our friend Angela. Say hi to the audience, Angela. Hey! Hey! <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about some soccer today. We're going to be mispronouncing lots of names as usual. Uh, let's start with the big game this weekend. Uh, I, think every, I think the game that everyone has their eye on, uh, Tottenham-Liverpool. Angela, what do you think the score is going to be of this game? I think the score will be 2-1 in Liverpool's favor because I'm an optimist and I believe in the Klopp. Okay, so you believe that Klopp is going to be able to get the gang together right away? Um, I think he'll have them running, which is the most important thing. You think they're going to be playing the Geiger press right yes, away? absolutely. Yeah, right? You think they're just going to pick it up? I don't... Uh... I can't... Like I said, I'm not going to pronounce <laughs> well, anything listen, right. Um, I think that it, it'll be like an easier variant to pick up. Listen, any team is going to have an adjustment period. Especially with this, like, because Brendan Rodgers did not play a pressing system at all. Like, not even, not even. No, close. they just got back. But they lost the ball. <laughs> right, they were just run right, back. right, right. Um, but I think that Liverpool's a young team and it has a couple guys who really like to run. So I think uh, he'll. I don't know. I, I just believe. I believe. Well, I don't know if. Um, I mean, they're both missing a lot of players. Both teams. Right. Um, no Son. No Dembele. For uh, Tottenham, no Benteke and Coutinho for uh, Coutinho, Liverpool. He, he's he's going to be Coutinho's going to be healthy. Um, yeah, it could be really anyone's game. I think I think Liverpool has a bunch to prove, but Tottenham is you know probably in the best form in the league as they haven't lost since the first week, and that was their only yeah that's their only loss for the season. So we'll see. Um, I think if Tottenham wins, like I always say, if Tottenham wins, it's because they scored two goals. They never win if they score one. <laughs> Because they, that's just how they play. Um, and I mean, I don't think, I don't know if Liverpool's going to be get real, able to get raised at the Gregor Press. But I guess we'll get on with that later. Let's talk about the other um, useful match this weekend, which is... United Everton. Which is United and Everton. Two teams that are pretty decent form. Um, Everton, Everton's been in great form compared to last season. You know, yeah, they're, I mean, never, they're never not in like the mid-table form they were, they've been in. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this game? What do you think is going to win? I think, uh, I think... I'm going to give it to Everton because United are coming off a loss. Um, Van Gogh has to ha- find some consistency in the lineup for his for his uh, defense. Without and Luke Shaw, yeah. Without Luke Shaw and uh, trying to fit in like Marcus Rojo. And Danny Blind is so, so like... I think Romelu Lukaku is going to give Danny Blind a lot of issues. Um, also, Ross Barkley is playing off his rocker, so... Yeah, so is Naismith. I mean, so he started Naismith, as a yeah. bench guy, and after his hat-trick against Chelsea, he's kind of just yeah. been starting. He's in the starting lineup now, like, welcome mm-hmm. to the Naismith show out of nowhere. Yeah, they're, they're playing like a fifth-place team, not like a like an eleventh place, twelfth. Right, they're not. They're not. They're not playing like they're in the middle of the table. You know, yeah. they're they're playing like where they should be. And with Chelsea being so bad this season, I would put Everton as one of the three teams that can take that fourth spot. Really, the other two being Tottenham and Liver mm. uh, and Liverpool. I mean, a lot of people are gonna yell at me, maybe say, you know, oh, look at Leicester City. And Swansea, look at the form they've been in. But those teams, they just don't have the depth and money spent. They tend to peter out. You know, like like last last season it was West Ham making a huge start. And, and West Ham still has Southampton been making a huge start. And Southampton yeah. stayed on top four until late, for, until for February. Like, for like, yeah, yeah. Um, but those teams peter out like uh, natural selection. Just starts, you know. The injuries the build the up. The injuries build up. They don't have, you mm-hmm. know, second men, third string men. To right. They're not deep. Up. Yeah. They don't. None of those teams have th- uh, you know. men that are uh, positions that are three men right. deep. Right. You know, not like the bigger clubs, the Tottenham, Everton, Liverpool. Although, although they stay 
the my favorite thing about those teams is that they stay giant killers. They, like I mean, Swansea's Swansea. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, Swansea. Swansea they're, they're the, the they're the giant they're killer. the giant killer. Right, I love it. And I love it. somehow they got IU on a free transfer because no one else in the EPL decided right, they wanted right, to pick right. um, IU up. I don't know why. He's easily Swansea's best player. And then they have uh, Beth Tembi Gomes. Which oh, is just fantastic. Oh. I love his Ryan, like, lion crawl. His lion crawl. Oh, it's it's, it's going to get old, though. <laughs> it is old. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but if he gets, like, 25 goals, and he does that, it's 25th goal, then it's pretty cool. It's only cool, like, past 25 goals. Um, oh, man. Swansea's playing Stoke City. Um, Stoke City was in, was in good form, but Swan- <laughs> hopefully Swansea wins at home. Swansea will win at home. Yeah. I, I, I'm liking Swansea this season. I think they look great. They do look um, great. They're up there. Stoke is so average, man. Stoke is... They're just kind of the definition of average. <laughs> getting Shakiri was, like, their big move and, like, the biggest like move. Out of in, nowhere. Like, why would they get... Yeah, you know, everyone makes a joke with Shakiri that they've... Uh, his career is his inverted? Cre- his career is inverted because he started at Bayern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Then he went to... Where'd he go? Inter. He started at Basel, he went to then Inter. he went to Bayern, then he went to Inter, and he then he went Inter. to... Oh, he played, like, two games. <laughs> And then he went to Stoke. So it, if the if it were the other way around, it would be a proper career. It was like you start in a small town. <laughs> yeah, that's Stoke. a pretty good career. Yeah, the other right. Way around. Like, <laughs> you go to Bayern. Make your name. Make your name at Juventus a little more on in the international scene. Go to Bayern, a decently big club, and then you end up back in your home country in retirementville. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Switzerland, yeah. right? It's like, but it's like um, he did mess up somehow. He's young though. He'll, he'll like he'll do something. He's still, he's like people forget right? he's still twenty five. Yeah. Oh, so, twenty five. Like, yeah, it's like it's like. Those players that have been around forever and have always just been have the disappointment tag on them for like three years. Yeah. Everyone forgets about it. Like Balotelli is still only twenty six. <laughs> like, yeah, but Balotelli twenty four. He's twenty four. Balotelli is useless. Yeah, so but he's actually uh, done something. Balotelli's he's still a twenty four year old. Balotelli's only good move was that assist that won City the title. Right. Uh, mm, he he played okay. What people like people always overlook that he played pretty decently his first time around at AC Milan. He's had fourteen goals. Uh, for Serie A, that's really not bad. You know, he was he was just uh, he's just reckless, and I think he's straightening yeah. it out. Talking know. about the, the this is a tangent, but we're just going on tangent, so it's fine. Talking yeah. about the failure label being mislabeled, Higuain and Napoli is like okay. nonstop scoring after being a total failure for his mm-hmm. national team for for multiple years. He's been a failure for his national team. So, so only like certain players can fit. Only only like simple players do well on the national level. Like, players that just excel at one thing. Iguain is a great player at club level. Always consistent. Is always, like, a, you know, like, shallow 20s goal scorer. Like, I love Iguain. He's ridiculous. But it's really hard to watch him in Argentina. Because he's just, <laughs> just, like, you see, like, the misery and Messi and Sergio Guerrero's faces. That's like, they can never uh, win. Galanza, come on. <laughs> They're just so fed up with him. <laughs> That's all the teams I think I want to talk about. That's all the interesting games. I mean, um, Bayern's playing Bremen. Border Bremen, Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. And Lewandowski is going to, like, I don't know. Just like I the mean, yeah. I predict the Bayern to win that game because of uh, one man <laughs> and his name is uh, Yo, Lewandowski. Can we just talk about Robert Lewandowski for a second? Yes, go for it. Yo. <laughs> this guy is the most efficient striker I've ever seen he gets the ball and he puts it right one in. touch one touch. One, one it's most of the time is one touch goals i can't believe it he's just like he okay. doesn't do anything special he just is always there he he had the potential to do it last year as well but in my opinion the reason he's been scoring so much this year is that pep has sort of switched 
his system around mm-hmm. to accommodate more for him. Yeah. So he allows for long balls mm-hmm. in, whereas last year he was trying to dribble it in and whatever to right, right. the score. But this yeah. year he's ad- he's like sort of adapted and he's now just crossing it in, long balls with blotting, long balls that always and reach can, forward. He and just reaches him This down may down. turn into a hot take, so just prepare yourselves. But is Lewandowski performing better and getting more of the ball? Because robbery is just yes. not around anymore. Yes, yeah, yes. because yes. last that, year's that system, might be very because, controversial to no, yes. dump on robbery and say that because robbery is not around anymore, that duo because of them not being around, it's Lulu and Dolphy's job. Okay, so last year I feel like and and Marco, you can correct me unless I'm wrong, but last year Pep's system was very geared towards yes. his freakish <clears throat> wingers. Correct. You know, Lewandowski kind of he didn't get like he had sixteen goals I think in the league like you know Whatever he wasn't was. he wasn't like uh, dehydrated of service but you know you had Robin cutting in and he would do freakish stuff you know what I mean like yeah but now you have Douglas who is having an incredible probably the season. signing of the season probably signing of the season yeah. that guy him or like it's turning out that De Bruyne easily was the biggest he's mistake. having yeah he's the biggest mistake Chelsea ever made was selling that kid I well I just think he's not a okay I love Jose Mourinho and he is not he's not a developer really. No. And yeah, he's not a developer, and if he doesn't like you, you're gone. Well, the thing is, Jose Mourinho was really slimy about getting rid of him because he told when the transfer window started. He took some trash. He about told, De Bruyne, no, he yeah. told the boy that he was on the squad. He's like, you're on the squad, don't worry. And then sold him to Wolfsburg. Anything poor De Bruyne thought about that? I mean, in 18 months, he raised his value from 18 to 60. So he, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he did an incredible one and a half. I mean, oh my god, um, 20 assists in a season. But that's like, that is ridiculous. But what else, but like you know. Costa doesn't score a lot of goals, but he can he can dribble in, find space, cross it in. It's incredible. Right. You no, know, so per- I totally they, they fit really well together. Yeah. They need to get like a like a, a fun nickname for Lewandowski and Costa. Uh, they have one for Coleman and Costa. It's Coco. Really? Oh, that's it. I think Coleman is How a great old signing is Coleman? as well. Nineteen, Coleman's I think. 19. Right? Oh my god. He's yeah. the German Marshal. And he's not as injured as people had suspected, so he might actually play this year again. Oh, oh think, did yeah. he get injured real yeah, bad? French, under 21. Uh, see, the international. Uh, break. The list Sergio Aguero's out for, for a month. Sergio Aguero's out. Schweine's um, out. Schweine's, I mean... Dav- David Silva's out. David Silva's Dav- out. Man City is Yo. in big trouble. I mean, thank God they have De Bruyne now, <laughs> but they need Boney to step up. Is that how you say his name? Boney. Boney. Yeah, yeah, Wilfred yeah. Brown Boney. Yeah. Boney. You know where Boney's from? Swansea. Yeah. Yo, he was killing it last year. Um... But they need him to step up in the absence of Aguero, or they will go nowhere. Right. The they, table, you know. I mean, if they could just survive, you know. I mean, too yeah. bad it, there's, the transfer window's closed now that all these players are hurt. There should be no international when there's no transfer window. Because then you I, can't replenish your <laughs> roster when, when you need it. I really don't know how I feel about international soccer. But the thing is, people will never stop it, because the World Cup is obviously the biggest tournament. No, and I th- And, you know, until the 70s, yeah, but the World Cup or even fine. the 80s... I mean, international was the only thing that mattered. Club was was always second. Right state. before, like you know, like TV money came into it, and clubs got huge. Like international soccer was the thing. Okay, wait, very tangent right now. You guys hate calling it soccer? No, yes. I hate calling it yes, soccer. It's I, football. I, it's football. On the intro thing, I have written as football. Where he writes. He says soccer. Um, I'm saying I, football I like, from now on in this podcast. <laughs> I like saying football as a sport where people give each other life-ending concussions. There's seven billion people in this world and 310 insist on calling it soccer the rest call it football yeah. you're right it's the british started it though i blame the queen oh, i blame the queen for everything <laughs> i personally have blamed the queen pretty much for every uh bad so Lewandowski, then <laughs> <laughs> I, think 
I think we're done talking. You were saying about, about he's just he's he's just one of my favorite players to watch. Top top three favorite players to watch. I yeah, I um, really enjoy him. I like watching Bayern just for that. You know, it's the same yeah. reason I like watching Dortmund because I like watching you know Obama Yang because he just his runs are so silly. He just he gets out there so easily. And for, for did he score in this game? No, he didn't. Uh, two assists. But he had two, two assists. It was the best way to end Freak. a streak yeah. because he he had ta- he could have taken shots and they might have been goals. Yeah, but, but the he passed he passed to make sure they were. Goals. I like him. He's a mature player. He's, He's a very, very mature, mature player. player. I like him a lot. Yeah. We're talking about the Dortmund Mainz game. Mainz. Mainz. <laughs> the Carnival City Mainz. Um, Dortmund won 2-0. It was a good game. Um, the Mainz always has like some decent players. They have some decent coaches. Come on. Well, we'll, we'll, we will be talking that much later. There's your uh, to They did produce Klopp and Turkel, so Then all their coaches just don't wear suits. Their, no. their current coach... It's track suits. I love it. I their current coach it. is wearing a sweatshirt at the game today. <laughs> pajama pants. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get a coach with Spongebob pajama pants. In a onesie. Oh, One day. One day. So, I think you want to defend Klopp, because last week, we said that we liked Klopp at Liverpool. Right. We thought, you know, that's the best thing that can happen for Liverpool, like, you know, possible. But I said, I don't think this team fits to how Klopp was going to play, because they're, you know, they need to, they already, I mean, the, the, the squad was already not set up properly already. Because they bought Benteke, who's a striker that takes it the crosses in, and Liverpool was the worst crossing team last right, year. Right, the least which crosses is in the Premier League. The least crosses in the Premier League. Right, right. And I mean, Coutinho can cross, but doesn't often. He's I mean, not. He's more technical dribbler into space. You know, like the Liverpool uh, transfer committee. That's why they. That's why the Liverpool transfer committee got Firmino to compliment Benteke because Firmino was known as a good crosser in the Bundesliga. But I just don't think that their team right now is like fit for it. And they don't have people. I mean, who who's gonna be you know running at? Okay, let me. Who's gonna be Gerger pressing Lalana? Okay, no, let me let me. Well, he the only play, the only defender, the only defender I know on that squad and, and that and their back line that's probably gonna fit so well is Nathaniel Klein. You forget that gegen pressing starts with the attack. True. Okay, let me let me respond. All right, so I'll give you the arguments against uh, Liverpool on Tottenham tomorrow because I think every team definitely needs an adjustment. Uh, most of the players want international breaks, so he didn't really get to work with them much. Right. Um, although the players he did work with spoke very highly of him. Well, everyone's going to speak very highly of him. Right. I but, would speak uh, very highly of him. I, never I speak very highly of him. Well, I already speak true. very highly of him. But my point is that... Um, once Liverpool straighten out their injuries, so they get Henderson most importantly back. Uh, let's see who else is out. Firmino's out. Uh, Firmino's out, and Benteke's out. I think Liverpool. And Gon- Gomez, Gonzalez. What's oh, Gomez. Gomez, Gomez is out. Yeah, you. Gomez is also out. So that's a rough injury. I uh, that's a rough injury because he's been pretty solid this year. Yeah, for like a fetus, yeah. he's been really good. For, yeah, for a fetus. But I think Klopp is not touching this team for a reason because you could actually get. Most of them to run. Uh, like, look at the team. Uh, Emery Khan. Right. I like. Oh, he has not. He's, he's not been playing. He's That's not been thing. playing. I think. No, he's been playing as a defender. Has he? Which is which is. I think he only has two games this season. This season. He's not been playing this season. He only has two games. Uh, he's been used as a sub. He's played in Henderson's place. I think he, and he's played at. In I think. Back three. I think Klopp will play Emery Khan. Klopp will play him because he's young. So he's got legs on him, right? Milner, all he does is run. Henderson, all he does is run. Um, 
He's gonna play Sako in the back. Um, I love Sako. I love more. Sako. I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a beautiful family. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you have Moreno, who's really young. He could run. You have, you know, Coutinho, Firmino are fit. They they run now. Lalana plays a natural pressing game. He presses as it is. I last year he had two goals in one game that were taking the ball off of a goalie. Okay. You know, because he just he presses. That's what he does. He's a runner. Uh, I think Klopp can get these guys to run. Klopp has, you know, Klopp likes to de- play a destroyer, like, you know, a really defensive right. midfielder. He has Lucas Savana. Um, you know, Milner will be more than willing to play that role. He's just fits in everywhere. I think he could really work with his team, man. You even mentioned who I thought was Liverpool's best signing this summer. Danny Ings? But yeah, I mean, Danny Ings, I think, was Liverpool's so best signing this summer. I think t- he has been the most successful signing they had this summer. Absolutely. He is injured out for the season. Oh, no way. He's out for the season. Okay, so we won't right. see any So that's why Danny I wasn't going to mention him. But Klopp would love Danny Ings. Who do you think he Klopp is targeting by. come January? It's not Klopp who's targeting these people. It's Liverpool's well, weird setup of the transfer okay. committee. Well, see, here's another thing about the transfer committee. It's actually not that far-fetched on how other teams in the BPL choose their players. You know, it's not this English stereotype of like like Ferguson having final say on everyone. That's gone. You know, football directors are coming into the mix more. Owners, like, look at Chelsea. Jose Mourinho has no say in the league yet. I mean, he does, but, you know, Abramovich I mean, and his assistant have you way can, more to say. You can tell Jose Mourinho had n- not much say over who they got. Yeah. Because Abramovich went and bought Quadrado. Mm-hmm. And how many minutes did Quadrado play last season? None, man. A, a, a He's a played premier, more Juventus already. A, a premier player, Quadrado. Uh, yeah. Didn't get any minutes. I bet they really won't want him right now. <sighs> but, um, you know, so... But the reason it was bad, it didn't work, the transfer committee, is because they were so public about it, right? Who can, you know, most, you, you can name the people on the transfer committee only at Liverpool. Who's on United's transfer committee besides uh, Woodward, right? That's his name. Uh, and, um, you know, Van Gaal. You can't. You can't name anyone else. Liverpool is so public with their stuff. And Brendan Rodgers was such a butthead in lieu of a better word. You know, he always spoke out against the players. He always spoke out against, you know... He wanted um, old-style control. Yeah, he did, but he's not getting that. You can't get that in modern day. I so. mean, you know what? That's why he's going to take over the English national team, because then he gets final say. Yo. I mean, he got offered a job at, like, Bain Sport or something as commentator. Really? That means well, I don't want to listen in. That's what, <laughs> that's what all, that's what all beat coaches do when they're not coaching. They just commentate for a bit. I mean, that's what put Klopp on the world stage. Yeah, was, you read that. I read that article. Is when, yeah, I think I said <laughs> it to you. He, Klopp, you know, he was just like a minds manager and, you know, second league. But then he commentated the World Cup in 06. And they loved him. And everyone, and loved, everyone him. loved him because mm-hmm. he was so frank about everything. And all of our count took over in 2006. Right. Yeah. And um, maybe that's what will happen to Brendan Rodgers. Everyone will fall in love with him. No, he's such a, like, I hated his press conferences. Like, too, too... like having Brendan Rodgers as coach of Liverpool was like dating a girl like you feel really bad breaking up with. And you like try to like make excuses for her. Like, oh, yeah, she's like, but like, that was like watching Brendan Rodgers do press conferences. <laughs> I was like, oh, I have to like him. He's like Liverpool coach. He's Liverpool coach. He's like, I can't take what he says <laughs> ever. Okay, so let's go from um, the Liverpool scoring coach, another coach that is in quite a bit of scoring right now, and uh, the U.S. national coach, Jurgen Klinsmann. Oh, hopping to another German coach. Hopping to another German coach, but a good one. But um, that's, that's, <clears throat> that's not entirely true. A good manager. A good 
youth system developer. So it matters. Really? Yes. But not a coach. No, he cannot efficiently or properly coach first team. As no. a, as a Byron fan, did he do a good job at Byron? No. As a as a first team coach, no. Really, I as heard as, I heard he made Byron. As he did because that's he created the, the youth system. He that's reset what he's talking the, about. Really? He reset the youth system in a way. So that we have a lot of young guys developing and yeah. coming into the first team. That's yeah. all him. He did he the, re- the German national yeah. team as well. He right. He entire, yeah. He's the reason we won this year because he right. set last it up in 06. Last year, sorry. He's the reason we won that. And in my opinion, that's what the U.S. is banking on. Him setting up, and he has, right? You can see the changes he's made. He does, yeah. yeah, in, yeah. He tries to play the young guys. Now, for the last two games, he's tried to play the old guys because he needed the wins. Yeah. It hasn't gone his way, but we'll get into that. He's good at setting up the youth system and that's what he should be doing not managing the first team he has not had much success he did one season at Bayern right. he did okay during the 2006 World Cup for Germany right I mean he's they done, made a semifinals yeah right, right? he did okay for I mean he did okay for the UK, US during the World Cup I mean Cup, they got past but, the group of death yeah. oh the world you just the World Cup is such a crapshoot I really don't give any credit like much credit to him for it As it's, a, right. a it's the gold right? the gold cup was so important to the US <laughs> and, and the think. fact that like we just he had a shit that. summer he the really thing did, is, man. I was giving him credit still because even though we weren't doing well, our U twenty threes were killing it. But now they don't have a guaranteed spot to the after an embarrassing loss the, the other day. They now don't have a guaranteed spot to the Olympics, and which is which I always you know in my dreams I always assumed Jurgen Klopp built these U twenty threes. Almost all of them are all Klinsman. <laughs> Klinsman built these U twenty threes. They're all American born. You know, there's no foreign there's no foreigners on this team anymore. Like most Americans. Which is impressive. Teams. Which is impressive. And we were gonna go out to the Olympics and show the world that American soccer is gonna be here for the next ten years. Football. Yeah, football, football. soccer. We have Gideon Zoellum, we have Matt Miazga, we have just have so many impressive players out there. It's crazy. And uh, now, you know, they have to get into a little they have to do a little tournament. To now qualify for the Olympics, and that's really annoying. But what can Cl- what can Klinsman do to get the eighteen in line? The current eighteen find consistency um, with his lineup. He the thing that Jurgen Klinsman does is he does not like the MLS. He hates the MLS. He doesn't think he thinks players should move on. That's why he'll pick college kids over guys like Lee. hashtag Joe Morris. <laughs> over guy, well, okay, Joe Morris is also very good. You know, the ne- it's it's listen. It was the Netherlands. He should, More than it was Joe Morris. Right. He <laughs> should play for the U23s, not for the first team. I think it's so impressive that he's playing for the first team. But I don't want to take anything away from him. But the fact that guys like Lee Wynn aren't playing, who is like a very, very good solid midfielder, just because he's an MLS player, it really is just... Do you think he discriminates like that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. He picked an NASL player for our squad over MLS players. He picked the <laughs> under-league just to, just to spite us, you know? You know, he probably picked players that play in the championship over MLS players because he, he really just believes in the playing abroad system. But then, of course, you know, he criticizes Fabian Johnson and sends him back to Germany. You know, Fabian Johnson's doing, you know, exactly what he asked of him, but... I think, I think that's more out of uh, frustration. I think if we get another bad year of clock, he, he's, he's out of his job. Klinsman. Klinsman, oh my God. <laughs> I'm I I have just the worst pronunciation, uh, or memory. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into specifics then. Well, the U.S. played Mexico, their big rival. What do you think of the game? Everyone was terrible. Every every <laughs> player out on the field was just bad for the U.S. It was. We kind of just gave up in the end. Um, I don't know like what Clinton was doing. We kind of played a high line. We 
we should have just parked the bus after um, tying it up in extra time, yet we didn't. And they got it going 117th minute on us. Nice one. Which it just was, hurts. Oh, it was a beauty. I mean, Chicharito ruined, like, ripped us apart. And he never scored against the U.S. So go for Chicharito. And Klinsman had... I like Chicharito. He, had, he has not... With the U.S., he's not lost a game until... This was his first one, I think. This was his first game against Mexico he had yeah. lost. And this is the first game in 10 games he had lost against Mexico. Because yeah, he won six with the U.S. And he won four with the, with the German team. One is incorrect. He drew... He won two, drew two. Um, he had never lost. He had not okay. lost in 10 games. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't also, know. Also, I think, a bad one to lose. I think we're just aging. You know, we're using Demarcus Beasley out there, you know. Yo, he needs to retire from international football. He's, he always says he will, and he doesn't. We need to put better, we have younger, good backs. You know, DeAndre Yeldon should be playing <clears throat> the back. Should be playing at a wing back position out there instead of Demarcus Beasley. And he didn't, he barely played, you know. He, he did come in, but he should have started. He shouldn't play midfield. He should play the left wing back, and he should, you know, be able to run around as much as he wants. But as long as he gets back, and Clinton just—I'm gonna come to Beasley's defense. I like him. Really? He's, he's efficient on the ball. He distributes it well enough. But for a wing back, he, yeah. he, has, he has no pace. That's true. And we we need the U.S. team needs pace. We have plenty of guys that are technical. They know how to. They know what they're doing. You know, that's one advantage of U.S. soccer. I think U.S. soccer is very good at passing, and they're okay shooters and okay crossers. Well, you have Jermaine Jones who's decent at shooting, but they are not pacey at all. Can we talk about um, Clint Dempsey? Didn't he keep shooting? And miss yes. every time. He's ignorant. Clint yeah. is ignorant sometimes. He every will not. Time. He will not be on the team in the next World Cup. No, I don't think so. He, he even, wants to. He says he wants to be, but no way. It's gonna be Aaron Johansson and Josie Altidore as our strike. <sighs> That's painful to hear. <laughs> like okay, okay. Josie Altidore, uh, his his life is a joke. His life should just be a Reddit post. Like <laughs> he did just get he did just get a red card on the bench. Did you see yeah, that? What, the, what happened? What happened? He cursed out a referee when he was sitting on the bench, and he got a red card on the bench. Come so on, Josie Toronto Altidore. still had eleven players out, even though they had a red card. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <never>. <laughs> Congratulations yeah. to Toronto, by the way, making uh, their first playoff. Yo, okay, Sebastian Jovinko. Okay, he done, he done come up. He done come up. That kid is—he's insane. And you know what? He doesn't want to leave. He doesn't. Can he's you believe? He loves to. He no, loves he won't. He won't leave. They'll offer so much money for him. That I don't think leave. he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna leave. Because he's, he's already a player that's failed in Europe. But who wants to play? In the MLS. He does. He seems very... He intimate. loves it. He loves it, and no one's going to pay more money than Toronto is. And he's a hero. No he's one's going to pay... No one's going to pay more money than Toronto is. It's like Drake. What are they paying him? They're paying him. Drake he's a DP. So Drake. Drake. <laughs> also, also, he's, you know, he's getting that Italy call up. Yeah. And he's doing well. He's at Kaká. Kaká's getting the Brazil oh, call Oh, man. Go... Okay, Dunga is the worst <laughs> coach ever. He's such a bad coach. Oh, man. the Brazil coach is really bad. Oh, what is and he he, 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 don't, he won't have his job until before the next World he's Cup. He's just like a placeholder. They're looking for someone else. So. Yeah, I mean, he won't even play Coutinho in the squad after Coutinho scores. Like, ridiculous goals. So... We're, we tangent a lot. We like the we don't we don't like national coaches, I guess, very much. Well, um, no. I, what was the old Mexican coach called? I loved him. Oh, he, punched he the was German. right. He was brilliant. Oh, he was good, but he just I mean, he, he kept it too real. Yeah, you know. But he was good. Um, he was, he good. was great. And he was a 
brilliant person to watch on the sidelines. He was a, he's a great man manager. He was yeah. really enthusiastic. And that's the most important thing in international level, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, you don't have time to make these, like, compl- complex... Uh, systems. Yeah, systems or anything. Like, you know, you're not playing a false nine at the international level. But... Now we're talking about international man. managers we right. hate. Okay, Germany's a different story. Anyone else have any international managers they hate? Uh, he's out of a job, but... Um, oh, he just got fired from Russia. Who is he? He's, oh, Fabio uh, Capello. Right? Yeah, I mean, Russia's in no, in no uh, show. They have no players anymore. Italy is a nothing team. I don't know who their manager okay, is. Okay, listen. Antonio Conte. Okay. Conte, he sets it up quite nice. I like, I like Italy, but they're missing that classic forward. Yeah. They're missing... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? No, they're missing, like... Um, I can't even think of... Like, like, they're missing, like, a Robert Baggio or a Zola. Like, they don't have any names. You know, this they they kind of have like a gap in the generation, like you know. They have the mighty midget, Gene Vinka. Yeah, but like they're just starting to call him up, and he's like, they pay up, like what is it, Pele? Is yeah. that say it? I'm gonna call him actual Pele. Uh, yeah, but like like that's that's their best. That's the forward they're calling up from Southampton. Like that's a very un-Italian thing in terms of national <laughs> so, like national football. Like, yeah, there's no meatballs. There's no meatballs. Uh, none of them have big bushy mustaches or eating sausage on the bench. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the Netherlands, by the way? Okay. Straight out of the Euro. I, okay, the Netherlands are my favorite national team. Really? Okay. I think to the football world, no one has uh, given more intellectually in terms of okay. managers. I love the Netherlands, but they they screwed up. As soon as Van Gaal left, and then they fired uh, his successor, which I really cannot recall his name right now. And then uh, would they promote his assistant, Danny Blind? Yeah. Um. Okay. Marco, you you can relate to this. In two thousand two, uh, Germany just needed reform. Yes. Right. That is what the Netherlands needs. They, they have they, really they, good young players. They have really good they old, they have old to, guys. And they have young guys. Yeah, they're not. They're missing listen, a generation. Yeah. They they need someone who can control it all though. They need um. Okay, so they need they need ten more Memphis Depays to play on the other <laughs> position. The the they need natural defenders. The yes. thing with Dutch uh, football is if you look at the um, Dutch league, they average more points than any other league in Europe. Well, yeah, you know who is the leading scorer in the Dutch league for a oh, year? Oh. Uh, Aaron Johansson, murder <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like um, it, they. They play, you know, Dutch football is everyone plays the ball. Yeah. They have no defenders there. Um, in the 2014 World Cup, they called up a 35-year-old and a 36-year-old because they are, they have that generational gap in defense. They should just play... Uh, no, I'm thinking of another team. How was I going to play? Do you think that Belgium? do you think that the Netherlands only got as far as they did during the World Cup because of Van Gaal? Yes, I do think that um, because Van Gaal is a, is a fantastic tournament coach. Yeah. Um, you know, what he did in, with Ajax in 95, that was insane. But it, it was a fluke. Like, it, I, and I think people, like administration uh, with the uh, Dutch national team looked at the World Cup like, oh, we're set. Like, third place finish? That's crazy. Like, it, it's false. That's, that's false pretenses. You know, same thing in the, in the 2010 World Cup. That was a tournament fluke. Mm. You know, they made it to a final, but they got wrecked by Spain. Like, uh, and it's and it's it's shadowing the fact that the Netherlands really need infrastructural change, and they need young players in the team. You know who they should call? Who? Klinsmann. Oh, Klinsmann. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they need like. We'll a, take. Um, you'll take. I'll take Robin. 
Look, where... Retire, Coach S. He is 31, right? They are missing... The Netherlands have a generational gap. A generational gap. 31 and then like 20... It's right. The only only star player who's at a ripe age is Depay. Yeah. And you can't rely on Depay for that. He's young. He's arrogant sometimes, you know. But if you would talk to a Man United fan, you would would know that Memphis Depay is probably the greatest soccer player. (laughs) Greatest rapper of all time as well. (laughs) Yeah, he he did almost give up playing soccer for his rap. Like, but what does that say about his his (laughs) mental? You know what I mean? Like... He was playing for PSV. I don't think he's... Look, there's, there's no Schneider. There's no Van Persie in his prime. Robin's going to be gone soon. They're missing, like, a, a Cruyff or Van Basten. Where are these super intelligent, mega Dutch players they're missing? And we need to, you need to get them back in the team. You know, be a really good team. You know, fit really well together. I think England and Netherlands need to combine into one team. Wait, can we talk about England? Can we fit England into agenda? Because we can, we can just cut out whatever we think. We, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It just goes. They are playing very un-English like in the sense that they are winning. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, okay, they had, a, they had a dumb. They had a really easy group. They had. They did have an easy group, but I think that's ten, very ten games, ten runs. Yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's very important to them. Like they need that confidence boost because they were. I mean, they were burning effigies of like Wayne Rooney <laughs> in in London, you know. But I think that's a, a ten part. games, ten wins. Ten ten draws I mean, I I burn an effigy of Wayne Rooney at least once a week, anyways. Right, but and for, his hair for, plugs. Their, for their fans to do it, it's crazy. Um, I don't know. They have they have they have a decent outlook, right? They have young players that are good. They have they have. Oh, you mean they have half of Tottenham? Listen, well, listen. England has. I don't know if it's because we watch the Premier League and we are so like um, in tune with these players, but they have great choices. They have great depth. I think Roy Hodgson's doing a great job, although he looks like Piers Morgan, which makes me hate him. <laughs> Fatter than Piers Morgan, <laughs> a fat, sad Englishman. And uh, yeah, I think they have. You know, they have the, the ox in the box. The entire the ox in the box. Uh. Sterling. Kane, like they're Ross Barkley, yo, they're new. The new, the new crazy. kid, the new kid on uh, Tottenham, Deli Ali. Oh right, just he got, got a call first, up, right? Yeah, yo, oh. Dyer, who's now become from a center back to a defensive mid, and like right. it's working somehow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll pour one out for Danny Ings. I mean, I'll pour one out for Danny Ings, but he'll be ready. He'll be ready for the next. He'll be ready for the Euros. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know. That's like the that's like the questionable period. Well, like he has to do well in recovery to reach that. And even still, like, he's not going to have any game time. I don't know. I, I mean, this hopefully he doesn't pull a, a Joel Embiid. I don't know if you guys know. Joel Embiid got drafted two years ago, was injured all last year, was coming back, was doing one-on-one drills mm-hmm. in the NBA, and um, he got hurt again because he refused to wear his walking boot and he was drinking too many Shirley Temples. Oh, it sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> it, literally, it literally is what happened to me this summer. <laughs> Um, you always manage to bring an NBA reference in there. I mean, yeah, I'm addicted to the NBA, so just as much as soccer or football. It's football. It's yeah. football. Okay, it's football. We'll call it football from now on, unless we're talking about soccer. Unless we're talking, <laughs> unless we're talking about MLS, call it football. <laughs> it's soccer. Okay, yeah, it's soccer. That's fine. I can do that. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we're good. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Okay, I want to talk about Chelsea. Sure, um, go for it. So this isn't really a significant. A game because Aston Villa's in it. I think like people see Aston Villa and they're like, oh, they're, they're, I lost, doing they, they're two <laughs> best players and they were already trash. Right, right. Um, but I think it's like Chelsea are so lost right now. Ivanovic is injured, so there's a chance their defense will work. Every Chelsea <laughs> fan was like, thank God, Ivanovic. 
He's aged like 30 years in three months. He really has. I think he like party too hard during the summer or something. But um, We won the EPL and we underperformed in Champions League. Let's party. <laughs> like, Hazard needs... Okay, Fabregas is, must be out. Fabregas is like, come on, man. Listen, they have an unlimited wallet for January. And that's why they're going to be fine. Yes, but is that really... But is that going to help? Is going to spend, let's say, $100 million, whatever it ends up being. Probably. Is that going to help? It's not. Yeah. It's not going to no. It's not going to help. That's what Chelsea all the way done. Listen, bought their the, hardest, the hardest thing in football is to build on success yeah. correctly. Spending money is not building on success correctly. Building well, on success correctly. Well, what about PSG, who's going to win every year for the next forever? Yes, but what are PSG? Yeah, last year was close for a bit between PSG, Marseille, and Lyon. They weren't they, a tie. They weren't... Okay. Listen, but PSG is in that Man City whole black hole where they can't succeed in Europe because there is no, like philosophy within the team like like the only the only way you could you know win your domestic league and okay ready look at barcelona barcelona they're you know what's they're saying we're more than a club because they have a solid philosophy behind them they want to succeed and that's what chelsea needs and if they spend big in the january transfer window that's not what they're gonna get you know they need to bring in the youth right instill jose Mourinho's philosophy in them which we which actually we don't know if it's a dynasty building philosophy yet, right? Cause because the, he's only the year ever, rule. Yeah, the three. He's only had the you know three years at the most. Any, with clubs. any clubs, and, right? So I think the Chelsea S Villa game is interesting. Uh, we'll watch it. I think we're gonna see Loftus Creek. Loftus Cheek. I love that Cheek, guy. Sorry. What happened to um their super good striking prospect? Islam Farouz. It's Jose Mourinho. He just he, he, he got, says he got gonna, rid of him. No, but he says he's gonna play youth, and he doesn't. But like Islam Farouz isn't even like. I don't even know if he's playing with the U twenty threes anymore. I don't know where he is. I think they loaned him out to their sister club in, in, in the Dutch league. In the Dutch league. What's that? Yeah, I don't know what's that called. It's yeah, it's that's where club. Nathan is and stuff. They send everyone out. It's not Veruza's gonna be a sick player though. He's, I think, yeah. He's so pacey. I think you need to play Kennedy. I think you need to play current team Hibernian FC. Yeah, yeah, that's the sister that's Chelsea's sister team. Scottish. Like Scottish. Yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Scottish. Oh, oh it's Scottish yeah. It's this guy, right? Yeah, it's lumped up. It's that guy. We're looking at a picture of him. He's very pretty. Yes. Okay, I think we're done here. Thank you all for listening. Um, if you want to follow us more, uh, we're on Twitter at the Posts Podcasts. Um, you can email us at between the Post Podcasts at gmail.com. Follow our SoundCloud between the Post Podcasts. And now you can subscribe to the Between the Post Podcasts on iTunes. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for dealing with me, Angelo, and Marco, mm-hmm. our stupid rambling. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you found it informative, or you probably just hate us and never want to see us again. I would totally understand. And um, I would like to give a big shout-out to Big Meech. Um, and Larry Hoover. And Larry Hoover, yes. um, my two boys. They're both so, in town. So. Thank you very much.